0: coffee black hey did you download the anchor app yet because if you didn't you are missing out on probably the best part of my show um my sleeper pics are super fucking dope and with the anchor app you get a 30 second snippet of every song that i select for every episode so if you don't have anchor Hey, yo. Y'all fuck with my sleeper section? I feel like since some of y'all don't have the Anchor app, y'all missing out on the experience. So what I did was, I went on Spotify, and I started to put together the the playlist. Spotify's 100% free. All you gotta do is download the app, go in the search bar, type in fire in the kitchen sleeper section. It should be right there in front of you. Daily songs added, just like daily podcasts. So every day I drop a show, there's a new song for you, or two. if you enjoy music, or you enjoy my sleeper section, I made the playlist for you. Straight from DJ Coffee Black. Appreciate you. kitchen podcast uh man it's about 8 o'clock in the morning um i stayed up a little later than i should have last night which is fine i got a i got an adequate amount of sleep yesterday i'm saying well rested i'm still working my first cup of coffee hopefully i'll uh get enough time to make another one before i head out the door uh you know morning routines are very very important Uh, and that's why i got up today Uh, And hit the record button, man, because I need to get back in the routine of recording every day, making sure I get some kind of work in, man. Mm -hmm. Just being a... uh... (coughs) 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 Shit, being a sickening for your routine. (coughs) What's up, man? Hopefully, everybody's doing well. (coughs) Hopefully, the week has treated you right so far. This shit hit my chest a little harder than I thought it would. Oh man, um, this weather is pretty fucked up. It's uh still raining. It's been raining for about a day and a half now. You know what I'm saying? My front yard looks like Jurassic Park. I got a gravel driveway, so it gets real fucking swampy when it's raining, man. You gotta go out there in boots and shit. Trot through the motherfucking dirt. Uh, anyway, man, before I get too deep into the show, let me get my shout outs out the way. Uh, shout out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms who have been checking in with your boy since day one on all of the DSPs. Be it Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people at Anchor. Uh, shit, what else? Stitcher Radio, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, uh, Radio 1, Podcast 1 all of these different places where you can pick up this great 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 show day one listeners shout out to you shout out to Nikki shout out to Phil i usually throw those shout outs in at the end of the show but i'm going to put them in up front up front because uh i might not get to them later man uh and shout out to my parents for creating the motherfucking legend um <clears throat> but yeah man um i don't know for some my reason last night I, I was watching a lot of old fight videos as far as, uh, MMA goes. And, um, stumbled upon my dog again, man. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that I said dog. But my, my man, uh, Jorge down, man. Remember I told y'all recently he had a, uh, he had a fight with, uh, Nick Diaz. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz being one of the legends of the sport. You know what I'm saying? He's always been, you know. On, uh, on the up and up. He's one of those guys who don't back down from a challenge. You're going to take the, take the fight anywhere and everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So my man Gangberry, he was ready. You know, he went into this, uh... They, they fought for the... What is called the, the BMF title. the Bad motherfucker title. You know what I'm saying? They created the title just specifically for this matchup. And I thought that was the coldest shit in the world. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... Like I say, this is this has been the year of the dog. Like this has been my man uh, Jorge's year, you know, from the top of the year all the way up until now. He's been making statements, he's been starching motherfuckers and, and and knocking their heads off. He's not a new fighter, you know what I'm saying? He's been around for a while. This is just he went through a bit of a, a, a reinvention. Uh, he talked about how through most of his career, you know, all of the losses he took, he had never been. Uh, he never been really beaten. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker ain't never really outskilled him or uh, you know, ain't nobody ever outworked him. You know, it ain't never been a question of his ability. It's always motherfuckers just outpoint him. You know, they do more technically than he did within the ring to get more points. You know what I'm saying? He say he accumulated lots and lots of losses just off the strength that these motherfuckers was point fighters, and he was, you know. Really on some dog shit. He was trying to, uh, go out there and put on a show. And he said he went a long, long, long time watching all of these other motherfuckers who, uh, who who didn't have the skills he had, who wasn't a dog like him, who wasn't really about that fight life. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers just ain't it to take, to make money. And, uh, it bothered him. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who's a professional, anybody who is a, uh, a stickler, anybody who is um, fond of their craft, anybody who puts hard work into what they do, you know, you should appreciate that. You should appreciate somebody who looks around and sees people who are living a mediocre life, you know what I'm saying, but they're in the same avenue, they're in the same lane as as him, and they're not taking this shit as serious as they possibly could. You know what I'm saying? My man said he he had a real... A real Renaissance, if you will. He went on a, a, a reality TV show that put him in the jungles of fucking uh, South America, shit. You know, no, no connection to the outside world, no phone. I'm talking about South America's version of uh, a Survivor. You know what I'm saying? On some, on some real humble shit. No connection to his family. You know, he barely ate. He said in these jungles, he he realized, you know what I'm saying, he's been going about this fight game wrong. He's been doing it wrong for a long, 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 long time. You know, he was sitting around wondering why he wasn't great, why he wasn't being um, highlighted, why he wasn't being uh, uh, put on the pedestal like some of these other guys who he knew he was better than. You know, he said, uh, he went his whole entire fight career, leaving shit up to judges, leaving shit up to other people, letting it be their responsibility to determine who won the fight. In reality, this, this shit is about, you know, who's the best, who the, who the baddest motherfucker to step into the ring is. And only one way you could prove that you the baddest motherfucker is to knock a motherfucker out. He said, shit, I'm, "I'm, I'm, I'm performing and I'm living like a peasant. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a peasant. You know, a real, a real martial martial artist. I ain't finna lead this shit up to the judges. I'm finna knock that ass out. You know, I ain't finna take a chance of a motherfucker." Uh, uh, Coming around and telling me I ain't win because somebody else scored more points than me in a fight. He said, "Nah, fuck that. I ain't, I ain't, uh, I ain't giving the chances, the the judges the chance to screw me over no more. I'm knock these motherfuckers out. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a stop to all of this." He said. His exact words is, "I'ma baptize you." So he did, man. He went on a roll, man. A year straight of putting motherfuckers to sleep. Everybody, they lined up in front of him. He put them down. Darren Till. Darren Till is, is a, a young prospect out here. You know what I'm saying? Very young dude. You know, I, I want to say he's less. He's younger than 25 years old. <clears throat> a stallion. Previously fought at 185. Dropped down to 170. To get with my man Game Bread. They stacked this young boy up against him, you know what I'm saying? Thinking he was gonna take him out. You know, they trying to get Darren Till back in the win in column. You know? Cause he a prospect. My man Jorge, a journeyman, he been around forever. He done fought multiple organizations. Strike force, UFC, Bulldog Fight, World Series of Fighting. He been everywhere. He been walking around trying to figure out if he was the baddest motherfucker in the world for real taking taking on all challenges, dog. Game bread. Game bread. He got a dog in him, man. You know? Just don't I, I, don't leave that shit to the judges. Don't leave it up to the 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 possibility of the idea that somebody could take something away from you. When you come and, 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 and you come in to conquer, conquer absolutely. Leave no doubt that you the baddest motherfucker in the uh, ring. So after Darren Till, you know what I'm saying, they set my man up with uh, Ben Ashman. Ben Ashman is one of the most accomplished athletes ever. Former Olympian. College national champion. 18 plus win streak. Undefeated. Man went 10 years without tasting a defeat. A, not one loss. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? These men come from two completely different worlds. My man Gangbred from the streets of Miami, Florida. Came up in the housing projects. Cuban kid. Single mother parent. Uh, uh, single mother household, single parent. You know what I mean? My man Ben Askren is blue blood. Very privileged upbringing. He took all of the resources and the skills that he had and he made something of himself that that should be celebrated, yes. But the situations are completely different. My man Game came from something else. He came from the dirt like me. He came from a situation most people can relate to. <clears throat> That's why his story, it, it, it resonates with me so well. You know, when that man, when he accomplishes things, it, it gives people uh, like me hope that shit, man. Maybe this shit ain't over, you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe if I keep grinding, I keep my head down, I keep rocking and keep going with these punches and keep knocking these motherfuckers the fuck out, maybe one day i get that bad motherfucking title shot. So Ben Aspen, you know, being the great uh, promoter that he is, being the the, uh, the great storyteller that he is, he he pounced on the idea of uh, I'm a talking I'm, I'm talking shit and I'm talking shit heavy. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the fight game, you got to promote, man. You got to drop a promo every now and again. Make make sure motherfuckers is interested in what you have going on. And there's some niggas out here you can't talk to like that. There's some niggas out here who uh, they command respect. I'm going to give you your respect, but I'm going to command the same respect from you. Ain't no need us going back and forth online. Ain't no need of us going back and forth on Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram and all of that shit. If the ultimate goal is for us to meet in a cage, let's get there. What we talking for? You know, this man built up a... Uh, a... <laughs> he, he, he built up a... Uh... Uh, a steady flow of trash talk that just sent my man George over the hill. Like you say, man, it's time to get baptized. I'm going to bless you. Straight out the gate, man, flying me. He took that boy head off. Gangster shit. And that's what, this, that's what this is about, man. My man took the the skills, he took the training, he took the survival tactics and survival instincts that he got from the hood, and he applied it to the fight game. And now he's one of the most talked about motherfuckers in the world. You can't go into MMA media without hearing about Warhey Mazda. The baddest motherfucker out here right now. He, He beat Nate Diaz. He punished Nate Diaz for three rounds straight. That's why I say, man, stop leaving doubt. Don't leave this shit up to no judge no more. We'll get these motherfuckers enough ammo, or we'll or get these motherfuckers enough information to hang you with it. you gonna win, win absolutely. Know, when they get in the ring with you, whatever, whatever, whatever that ring is, whatever that arena is, when a motherfucker step in with you, let them know, <coughs> they got a hard day's work, uh, uh, coming their way, <coughs> it has to be known, leave no motherfucking doubt that you the baddest motherfucker, I talked about on another episode, uh, being, being the smartest man in the room, you know, having an air of, of of arrogance, the air areas arrogance that comes with that, you know, it it's it's a supreme confidence because I am self-aware. I understand what my flaws are, but I also know where I'm great. I'm not gonna give you the opportunity to tell me that I'm not. I'm just not. There will be no doubt in your mind when I leave this place, when I walk out of this ring, when I walk out of this arena, when I walk out of this store, when I walk out of that classroom, that I'm the best thing you've ever seen. I'm the baddest motherfucker here. And while I'm kicking your ass, I'm going to keep telling you over and over and over again, you asked for this. I think uh, I'm a little too competitive. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't work in an industry where I have to be as competitive as I am. You know, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a basketball player. I'm not a professional fighter. I don't play football. I don't have to take this approach to my work that I do, but I, 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 mean, it's in me, it's instilled in me, if we lined up one one, one, one by one, mano y mano, does that mean hand to hand or man to man, somebody let me know, but when, when, when it's me or you, I guess it's not, it's never me or you, cause it, it technically, if we work together, we're working together, we're a team, but I'm trying to be the baddest motherfucker here. And I, I, I feel like there are a lot of people who don't take that approach to their work. They don't have that amount of pride in what they do. I'm trying to be the champ, man. I'm trying to be the baddest motherfucker, dog. Like, I, I. <laughs> They brought that, when, when they brought the belt out, you know what I'm saying? When they brought that BMF title out, it had a black strap, everything else, you know what I'm saying? White, gold. Beautiful. I just can't get that image out of my mind. <laughs> a title belt. That's a bad motherfucker. That sound like something I would participate in. I'm trying to be the man in every situation. If I ain't the best man, and I'm working, I'm working towards. It. I want to be the best motherfucker doing whatever it is that I'm doing. And I'm willing to put the work in. Are you? I think I'm going to take my uh, microphone to work. The next couple of days I work uh, the late shift. I'm closing so I'm going to see if I can uh, record with the two servers I work with the next couple of days. Um, college graduates that got degrees and shit, so we might get some insightful information for once on this show. Might not just be a month For once, it might be more than just a motherfucker smoking, smoking, <laughs> smoking weed and talking shit. So I mean, stay tuned, man. I mean, it, uh, you know, if you fuck with me, you gonna you gonna be listening anyway. So I I don't uh. I guess I don't necessarily have to tell you. Yeah, man. Um, I guess I'm going to wrap it up here. I got to get myself ready for work. Get myself ready for the rest of the day. I mean, for the long haul. So, uh, yeah, man. Fire in the kitchen podcast, man. This was a good one. Uh, percent Word, my sleeper pick for this episode uh, comes from two artists I featured here before Smoke Dizzy and Currency. So when they link up, you uh, need smoke an ounce, you know what I mean? This is Currency and Smoke Dizzy, three minute manual.